Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. If there were a strategy that would help you grow your email list, fast track the trust factor with your potential customers, and generate sales, would you try it? That's exactly what we're going to talk about today with my guest, Omar Zenholm. From brick and mortar to e-commerce to SaaS, Omar learned the art of entrepreneurship from real-world successes and failures, ultimately dropping out of Wharton's MBA program to build and manage his own companies. He's host of the 100 MBA Show podcast and co-founder and CEO of Webinar Ninja. Just in case you heard the word webinar and got spooked, stick with me. I know, it's not a word you typically hear in the e-commerce space, but don't worry, we're going to make it make sense for you throughout the episode. The short story is, a webinar is just a live video that gives your customers an elevated, more interactive experience than your standard Facebook or Instagram Live. And when you hear how some of Omar's other product-based customers utilize his platform, it will all come together. And even if you're not quite ready to go in on the webinar setup, he's got some really great tips for how you can better engage and convert your live video attendees no matter where you host them. Let's hop into the episode. Hey, Omar, welcome to the show. It's good to be here, Jessica. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to chat about video with you today. But before we get into that, can you tell my listeners a little bit about your background and why we should listen to anything you have to say today? <laughs> my background actually started in education. I was a high school and university teacher for 13 years. That was my kind of first career. I have a master's in education. And I used to say, so do five matinees a day, which basically meant I've taught five classes or entertained students five times a day. But a lot of my ability to sell, to communicate, my ability to communicate the value of my products and services come from what I learned through teaching. Because teaching is basically convincing 30 people that they should listen to you. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. So I owe a lot to that part of my life and career. And that's why whenever new entrepreneurs ask me for advice, I always tell them, don't neglect your past. Don't neglect your previous career because that's where you have a competitive advantage, where you can use some of those skills and those experiences into your new thing, your new business, your new coaching program, product services, whatever it might be. So I started in teaching. And then in 2012, I decided to go full-time as an entrepreneur. Before then, I was side hustling, building businesses on the side. One of my first businesses actually was an eBay store. I used to do rare Air Jordans arbitrage before it was cool, before even the retros came out, before you had to find the originals. So that was kind of where I started dabbling and learning about the internet and learning about business and what is this entrepreneur thing and I was really fascinated by it. And this is like 2001, 2002. So not a lot of online courses out there. Most of my education came from reading books, some of the classics and all that kind of stuff. But in 2012, I moved to New York City and I started my career as an entrepreneur. It was really tough. I started a kind of business consulting firm where I helped businesses with their branding and their website and their e-commerce stores and their WooCommerce stuff on WordPress and all that kind of stuff. And then I started a program called The $100 MBA to help people start a business without having to go to business school. So it was an online course allowing people to know the fundamentals of business. I started a podcast with the same name, which is a daily business podcast that has published over 2,300 episodes and counting. And in that journey around 2014, I started a software company called Webinar Ninja because I would run webinars to sell my products and services. And I absolutely loved it, but I hated all the tools out there. I wanted to scratch my own itch and create something that's better, that's easier, that allows me to focus on my content and just allow the technology to dissolve in the background. 
And it's now 2023. And about almost nine years later, we've had over 2 million people attend a webinar on Webinar Ninja. Hundreds of thousands of people have used the product. So it's been a great, great experience along the way. I learned a lot of things. But essentially, I'm still a teacher. I'm still allowing people to share what they know, share their products and services, share what they have to offer with the world on scale with webinars and live video. Let's just sum all of that up to say you've been around the block, you've done all the things. And it's funny that you're in the software space now because there are things that I want to create, but the idea of being like a SaaS founder is basically a non-starter for me. Maybe someday, I'm not sure. I'm just like, wow, that feels like a whole thing. But I can definitely relate to just not being happy with any of the tools that exist so what I really love, we were just chatting before we started recording is, yes, you guys listening, you're going to hear the word webinar and you're like, but I'm an e-commerce business. But one of the things that I always tell you to do, and this was how Omar explained it, is I always talk about selling your product on live video because the experience of just getting to know you and purchasing that goes so much faster with video. But also, how many times have you heard me tell you to go watch the home shopping channel so that you can learn how to sell your product on video? So when I was talking to Omar about how e-commerce businesses are using this, well, guess what he said? They create a QVC-like <laughs> experience. So what I would love to know, Omar, is just thinking about these e-commerce people the product-based businesses that you do have using your platform, how are they usually using it? How are they implementing it? What is the experience like? I want to go back to something that you just said. You said most e-commerce business owners think, well, what does that have to do with me? You know, no one really does webinars in the e-commerce space. That is a green light to go because when somebody's not doing anything in the space, this is not competitive. This is a blue ocean. This is a chance for you to stand out and do something that other e-commerce stores are not doing, your competitors are not doing, and allows you to build a relationship with your audience. The reason why a lot of video is so powerful is because it's the fastest way online to build trust with your customer. That's the bottom line. And if you notice, like you said, in the home shopping network on TV, this is what they do. They're trying to build trust for the audience. They have their own personalities. Each host has their own little quirks. They take in phone calls and they make a few jokes. And the reason why they do this is because they're trying to build a relationship with you, the viewer, so that you can feel a level of trust so that you could feel like, okay, these people are legit. I'm going to buy this product or service, even though I can't feel and touch it in real life, like in a physical store. So this is why live video is so powerful. It's more powerful than doing it via email or doing it via even just standalone video where they watch a video on your website because there's interaction. And in order for you to build trust with anybody, you have to have a conversation. You have to go back and forth. Imagine you went on a first date and the person just talked your ear off and you never said anything. There's no trust. There's no relationship built. So what you want to do on these webinars is keep it as interactive as possible. So I'm going to give a few examples of some of our great, amazing users that have e-commerce stores that use webinars in a very powerful way. And I'll walk you through the steps. So one of our favorite users, she runs a honey farm in Australia and she packages this honey and sells it in her e-commerce store online. And the problem is that people know about her. They're like, oh, this organic honey, it's amazing. I tasted it at the farmer's market, it's great. But they never buy. And she was like wondering, why don't they buy? And it's just because the question in their head is like, well, what am I going to do with all this honey? Like, I don't know how much honey I can use. Like, maybe I'll put it in my tea. But what use do I have of it? And she came to me and she says, what do I do? I was like, well, do you have any recipes people can create with honey? And she's like, oh, my God, I got a ton of recipes. I wrote this recipe book, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, great. Excellent. Run a webinar and share three recipes on how to use this honey. And all of a sudden... It went from, I like this product to, I need this product. Because now she's showing people, hey, let me show you my honey cookie recipe for Easter. And it's around the corner from Easter. People are watching this and they're like, oh my God. Now, as consumers, we don't realize what's happening here. But as business owners, we need to realize what's happening here. They're not buying honey anymore. They're buying being the talk of the town, the talk of the family on Easter. They're buying being complimented about how delicious their cookies are. They're buying feeling like a great husband or wife at home. That's what they're buying when they see this recipe and they see these cookies coming out and they're like, oh my God, this honey can really put me in the stratosphere of social status. Yeah, 
So that's really <laughs> what they're buying. And what we did, we stacked three recipes. Each recipe was like more impressive than the next. So we started with a little bit of a honey chicken wings, and then we had another one, and then we finished up with the cookies. And what happened is that people just realized, oh my God, I totally get it. And she packaged the honey with her digital recipe book. So people can use the recipe book and continue what they learned on the webinar with the honey. And she runs these webinars every single week with all her different products. So she has different kinds of honey and different kinds of products that go with the honey. And she just basically highlights how to use your product properly. And I love this idea. We have another e-commerce store that is custom tailored clothing. And they show people how best to use their products and services in different occasions. One of our other great brands is like a fashion designer, and she shows them how to dress best for like a wedding or for a special occasion or a graduation, what goes with what. So it's just a great way for you to give value to the product itself. The product itself sounds great, and unless people are shopaholics, they're not just going to buy for no reason. But when you prescribe value, hey, this is how you can use it. This is how it can add value to your life. This is how you can feel special with this product. It makes total sense. And quickly, people can ask any objecting questions on the webinar. So they'll be like, hey, is there a return policy? Do you take Amex? Does it have this kind of ingredient that I'm allergic to? all that kind of stuff that they may not know and they may not make the effort to search on your website. You might say, oh, it's in my FAQs. Nobody reads those. Exactly. So this allows them to unblock all the reasons to not buy. And you could do this every single week. And what happens is that it becomes the backbone of their sales system. They realize, oh, every time I need an influx of cash, I can just do one of these webinars and be able to push a new sale, push a new product. Oh gosh, I love this so much. And guys, as you're listening to this, Yes, the word webinar, we're using that word, but just think of it as a live video. It's just a live video that we talk about all the time in this community, and you're just hosting it in a different place. It's just not only going live on Instagram or only going live on Facebook. It's you actually inviting them, which makes it feel way more special, by the way, inviting them to this special event that you are holding but all the other same principles about using live video in your business stay the same. You're just talking about hosting it in a different place. And one of the things that you talked about, and this is kind of in your examples, right? But in your experience, one of the conversations that I have with my people all the time is that we all take our own knowledge for granted. And we assume that everyone knows all of the things that we know. And that could not be further from the truth. It's literally how I built my business. And it's the reason why it took me so long. Because I'm like, oh, everybody already knows this. And then I figured out, oh, actually, no, they don't. And they're willing to pay me to teach them. So there's always opportunity for that. So even if you do sell a product, there's probably an opportunity for you to teach your people something, how to use the product, why they want the product. There may also be an opportunity for you to create a digital product or something around your business, which I've talked about on this podcast. Don't remember the episode, but I will stick it in the show notes for you as well. But then the other thing that you mentioned was people are not buying the honey. They are buying, just like you said, the status at the next family event. And my family is very small, but my husband's family is huge. And during the summer, like I feel like once St. Patrick's Day hits, there's a birthday or a holiday or a something like all summer, there's always something going on. And, you know, I have a few things that I bake. And when I bake them and I bring them, I'm like, I really hope everybody loves them. And then I get all the compliments and I get the dopamine hit and it's really great and exciting. And then guess what? I make it again the next year or I make it for another holiday or something. So the reason I bring this up is because so many of us with our products, we think, well, we're not solving a problem. And so we're not that important. You are selling something. There is some outcome that the customer is looking for. So as long as you infuse that into all of your marketing and you can get in front of the right people, you should pretty much be golden. And that's something that we talk about all the time. And if it's your first time hearing it, that means you're not paying close enough attention when I talk. So (laughs) listen in deeper because it's so, so important. Okay. So I love all of this, Omar. Tell me a little bit about the platform specifically, because 
I think most e-commerce businesses, they've probably attended a webinar of someone like us who's teaching them something, but what does it actually look like to implement it in their own business? Sure. And I'll start by touching on something you mentioned about people feel comfortable maybe going live on Instagram and going live on Facebook or other platforms. A lot of our users, what they have done is once they started running webinars with Webinar Ninja, they just stopped doing that streaming anymore. The reason they want to stop doing that is because if you want to attend my event, I want you to sign up for a webinar. Why? Because it captures the email. is a way for me to follow up with them later on, whether they buy or not. I can then invite them to the next event. I can invite them to my next offer. They're on my email list. It gives me power to continue to nurture that relationship. But when they're on social media, they can just scroll through a feed and you never see them again. There's no way for you to reach back out to them. So they wanted to actually basically create a walled garden where it's like, hey, I have this great weekly event. If you want to attend, all it takes is your email and your name and you can sign up rather than trying to be everywhere. And then at that point, there's no value anymore of that event. So it's actually quite simple. I created Webinar Ninja because I wanted to make it easier on myself so I can run a webinar every single week. And one of the things that a lot of people have a problem with is there's so many different tools you have to use to make it happen, whether it's the live streaming video kind of thing like through Zoom or whether it's landing pages or whether it's email automation or whether it's time zone conversions or polls and chats and offers or replays. How do I send the replay to people that attended and make sure that that's stored somewhere and all that kind of stuff. So it's a little bit of a technical overwhelm. So what we've done is that a lot of people that come to us, they come to us because they don't want to deal with all that. They're just like, hey, I just want somewhere where I can just literally put the name of my webinar, set a date and time, and you take care of it. And we literally created a software that does that. So all you got to do with Webinar Ninja when you sign up is you click a button that says create webinar up top. And from there, you give your webinar a title, and we always recommend as specific as possible because your title is really your promise to your audience, and you want to make sure that you fulfill on your promise. Why? Because we talked about it's all about trust. And how many of us have been on a webinar where it says XYZ, and you end the webinar, and XYZ never happened? They just told you how important this thing is, and how many times? Yes, and tell you all about their struggle from being homeless and shoeless to now they're a million. There. Yes. Yeah. With thousands of shoes. Right. right. But, <laughs> but really what you need to do is just get as specific as possible because the more specific, the more chance you have to fulfill on that promise, the higher likelihood you'll be able to build trust with your audience. At the end of the day, here's a secret that no one wants to talk about an online business. You can't make somebody buy. Can't make somebody buy. Can't force them. And if you try to force them, it's going to end up with refunds and chargebacks and bad reputation and bad reviews and all kinds of stuff. So what you can do is build a relationship with somebody so that by the end of the webinar, when they are ready to buy, they don't go shopping around. They come back to you. And you'll be top of mind for them because they're on your email list and they're going to hear about your sales, your promotions, what's going on, latest products, all that kind of stuff. So this is really the philosophy that we teach with our software is hey, your job is to build a relationship with your audience with these webinars. You're going to get buyers on the webinar. You're going to get buyers after the webinar through the replay and through the email sequences that are built in. But some people are not going to buy. And that's okay because they bought in you. They have subscribed to who you are. And when they are ready to buy, they're going to come back to you. So you literally put the title of the webinar, you put the date and the time, you choose if this webinar is free or paid. And for this purpose, because it's a sale, we're going to make it a free webinar. And you hit create webinar. And that's it. We create everything else in the background. We create your registration page, your confirmation page, all the email sequences. Over the years, we've been doing this for almost nine years now. We have learned what timing is perfect for these email reminders. So we already created them all for you. So like, whether it's 24 hours before, eight hours before, the hour before, all that kind of stuff. And then we also have the follow-up sequences that are separated by those who attended and those who did not attend the webinar. Because we know because people sign up, if they attended the webinar or not. And then you can be able to then send specific emails like, hey, I know you missed this. We had some special offers. Here are the offers. I know you made the webinar. Thanks for attending. I promised you a gift for attending. Here is the downloadable that kind of thing. So this is all built into Webinar Ninja. So you just customize those emails. We actually create templates inside there for you. And inside our community, we have other like templates you can use that you can just plug and play. And then from there, that's it. So you just show up to the webinar, you run the live webinar on video. You don't have to use any other tool. 
you just have your camera and you have your video. We have everything built in. So even your slides, you can upload and show your slides. You don't even need to share your screen if you want to do that, if you have slides. You can use a virtual camera. A lot of people do because they want to put in many cameras. If they have like a nice setup and they want to show like a close up to their desk, because they're showing a product and they want to go to a face cam, they could do that. You can change your layouts easily. And what's awesome too is that we have like a communications area on the right that has all the things separate. So you have like chat, you have questions separate, you have offers separate, you have handouts separate, and you have polls. We like to poll our audience during webinars to keep it as interactive. And you can do timers on all these things so you can set them up beforehand so you don't have to do it on the fly. So it goes off when you want to. And what we like about the polls is it gets people thinking about kind of prime them on what you're going to be talking about. So say, for example, your next product is going to be a pair of earphones, for example. So like maybe a poll would be like, where do you enjoy music? On your commute, jogging, in the shower, blah, blah, blah. And it just gets people thinking about, okay, well, our next product, we asked you about this. Our next product is all about these stereo sound AirPods that are great. And they charge and blah, 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 blah. But it gets them in that mindset, which is great. So it's all in one place. And then once the webinar is over, everything is recorded immediately and made available. Now, what's great about our replays, we have like the best replays, and I'm beating my own chest here because I worked really hard (laughs) on this product, but we have the best replays in the industry because what our replays are, it's not just a recording of what happened in the video. It's a recording of what happened during the live experience, meaning as the video is going by, the chat and the polls and the offers and all things you set up will time the same time they were alive. We also have a feature in our Q&A where you can click a button when you're answering a question saying, I'm answering the question. And then you hit a button again when you're done answering the question so that on the replay, people see all the questions that were asked and then they can just click to go to answer and it'll fast forward to that answer, which is great because we found that this helps close more sales because a lot of those are buying questions. If people see the replay, they're like, oh, I have that question. Does it do this? Does it do that? Is there a refund policy? And they click on that. It goes to the answer. Okay, got my answer. Let me buy the offer. So it just speeds things up. So with one tool, what we do is basically allow you to have the whole platform with all the emails, with all the landing pages, with all the video, all the recordings, everything is all set up for you. But we have learned over the years that a tool is not enough. You're talking about building a software company. The challenge of a software company is that you're not just building a tool. You got to build an experience. You got to build a community. You got to build a support system. It's actually a service as well. Because if people have questions, if people need help with building something, if they don't know if their price point is right or if their landing page looks good enough, we have built a community called Ninja Town, which is inside our community. And we have a mayor of Ninja Town. Her name is Jenny. And Jenny runs Ninja Town. And the whole point of Ninja Town is that business is hard. Okay. Entrepreneurship is lonely. And we need to work and help each other. We need to support each other. And in NinjaTown, people share best practices. They share what they're working on, what they're struggling with, what they can help out with. They make introductions with each other. It's a great place to be. But also, it's a great place for you to reach out and learn how to do it right. Maybe you're not good on camera. Maybe you'd feel nervous about the tech or the gear. We have tutorials on that. And of course, experts in that area that can help you out. So our job is to not only give you the tool, but give you the training you need and the support you need to be able to use a tool to get the benefit. Oh gosh, so many things, especially the biggest struggle. And guys, I have a whole podcast episode on this too, because I struggled with this when I first started my business was just the idea of being on video. Like who the hell wants to be on video? The idea of just like getting on a video and talking to basically no one on the other side was really scary. So I created a lot of videos that nobody will ever see. That's how I practiced. But I love that you have the community aspect there as well to help people along the way. From a strategy perspective, you mentioned this a couple of times that most of the e-commerce businesses that are really using this successfully are doing it weekly or do they do like bigger events less often? Does it just kind of depend? So it depends on their product or even the niche of their product or their store. Often, like, for example, we have e-commerce stores that Christmas is a big time for them and they do a big webinar, a big event, like a three-day event on like Christmas gift ideas. And that's a larger event. But one of the things that we didn't touch on is many of them not only use it as a sales tool, but they use it as a customer nurturing tool, meaning they invite their past customers. They invite customers that are maybe a VIP customer where they have like maybe a monthly plan or 
kind of like a Amazon Prime type of thing. But one of the perks is that they get first look at latest products or they get the first look at maybe some prototypes that are coming out of their product. And they also get a connection with the founder. They get a connection with maybe somebody from the company that is head of product or head of the store or service. And it's just a little something for them to feel connected with your brand. And it's kind of more of a retention tool, not just a sales tool. So if you're a customer that loves frequenting your e-commerce store, then they're going to just really love to know a little bit more about you and be connected. And this would be like something they would definitely love to sign up for if it's a part of like a package of being like kind of a VIP customer. And they include other things like free shipping, things like that in that kind of VIP model. Yeah, I love that too. And one of the things that I always like to talk about, and I understand that a lot of people, they start product-based businesses because they don't want to be the face of the brand. And I get that. You don't have to be the face. You just need to have a personality attached to the brand so people have something that they can connect to. So it doesn't necessarily have to be you as the founder who's on there. Maybe it's your buyer, whoever manages your inventory, picks your products, whatever it is, or it is a customer service person. I think there's so many ways that you can use this. Are the videos after you do it and they send out the replay and everything, are they downloadable? as well. So I can go like repost them on my website or YouTube or something like that. Definitely. So what we do is we encourage people to download the video. And then what they can do is they can chop them up, make them reels, make them little snippets of like the powerful moments or the what we call mic drop moments and use it to promote their next webinar, which is great because then it gives them a taste of what's there and your personality or whoever's on video. And I just want to touch on that. The thing is, is that we're becoming a more person-to-person economy now. People want to learn or buy from a brand or a person. The richest person in the world, Elon Musk, is a personal brand. People buy Teslas because they admire him as a person. Whether we like it or not, this is how it's going. So if you want to have a little bit of a competitive edge, you have to think about maybe I can either myself or somebody on my team to run this and be kind of a face of the brand and be a person behind the brand to help propel my brand. Otherwise, your competitors are going to do that. You just have to keep that in mind that to stay competitive, all you got to do is really just be yourself. And that's really all people care about. It's interesting you mentioned this because I was doing most of the webinars for a very long time. I was doing all the YouTube videos, things like that, and being the face of the brand. I still do a lot of them, but we hired Jenny on our team and she does a lot of the coffee hour webinars, our community webinars. She does the YouTube videos now. And sometimes you just got to let go of the reins. I had to do this so that I can focus on other things in the business to grow. And you'll be surprised that new person can add a different flavor, add a different way of communicating and can be better at it than you in a lot of ways. (laughs) Yeah, it's real easy. I always say this. It's real easy for me to like sit behind my mic and tell you to go do this thing. That doesn't mean it comes easy to me or that I don't also suck at it of just letting go of certain things. but. It's the reason why so many brands turn to content creators and affiliates that they partner with because it's all of these personalities that are just representing their brand in a different and probably better way than that they can do it internally, or you just may have that one person on your team who really loves video and is obsessed with your product and what you sell. And that's why they started, like, let them be the one to do it. And it doesn't always have to be you. It just has to be someone. But also, you're right. Like even Amazon, we all know who Jeff is. We all know who Mark Zuckerberg is. We all know who these people are. And even if you look at any brand, the reason why they do any kind of endorsements or they do any kind of brand recognition, whether it's JCPenney, people think of Shaq because they do these commercials with Shaq. You think of Nike, you think of LeBron, or you think about all these sponsored athletes. The reason why Nike invests in this is because they don't want you to think of this big billion dollar company. They want you to think about, or it's a trillion now, trillion dollar company, but you want to think about somebody that you admire, somebody that you can connect with, somebody that you would wish you can see yourself in, things like that. So this is nothing new. This is why people have sponsors and brands and all that kind of stuff so that you can connect with a person is really what the bottom line is. Yeah, and which means that Even you as a small business who can't afford to (laughs) invest with those kinds of people, but you can be the person. Totally. Here's another thing that happens to me all the time. And it just happened to me the other day is when you're a podcaster, 
you feel like you're speaking out into this like black hole ether of the internet and there's like no people actually there. And then you hop on a call with someone and they're, oh my God, I love your podcast. I listen to it every week. I feel like I already know you. It's happening even when you don't realize that it's happening. You remind me of a piece of wisdom that I heard, I think about 10 years ago when I heard Tim Ferriss speak one time. And this is when he was doing the tour for his four-hour workweek book. And he said something that was so simple yet profound to me. And it was, we all start at zero. Meaning we look at Tim Ferriss, we say, oh my God, this guy's such a baller. All he does is win. He's got all these New York Times bestsellers. <laughs> but he started with zero email subscribers. He started with zero books he ever written. He started with zero bestsellers. So we all start with zero. I have incredible amount of cringeworthy work, like you talk about. My podcast that has over 2,300 episodes, I can't even listen to the first 100 episodes. They're so cringeworthy. One time it played on my car because it looped to the first episode. And I was like, oh my <laughs> God, this is horrible. But they say, if you don't have cringeworthy work, you started too late. Yes. And you have to get that out of your system. A lot of people ask me like, how long have you been speaking in public? How long have you been podcasting? It sounds like you're a natural. No, I'm not a natural. I had to put a lot of work into this. I was horrible in the beginning in my teaching days. I was to look at the floor. I didn't look at my students. I was nervous. I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin or even feel worthy to teach these students because I was still a beginner. After teaching and I was in business, I felt intimidated to speak on stage. I had to take public speaking courses and voice lessons. And I had to put in the reps, like I mentioned with the podcast, and I sounded horrible and embarrassed about it. But I had to put it out there because... You got to get started somewhere. You got to get started somewhere. If you want a great exercise, go to your favorite YouTubers, go to your favorite podcasters and listen to their first episodes. Go to Marcus Brownlee's first episode on his tech reviews. And he's like a nine-year-old boy in a dark room <laughs> saying um and ah every other word. And it's horrible. But that's where he got started. Look at Joe Rogan's first podcast episode. He looks like a dork. It's ridiculous. But he started somewhere and it's really humbling to watch those things or to listen to those things because it gives you the courage to say, hey, I think I could look a little bit sharper than that for my first bad at it. <laughs> Let me get started. Yeah. Some of my earliest podcast episodes, and I still do this, but I'm much more conscious of it. I talk so slow. It is painful. Like if you go back and I know people tell me I went back to the very beginning and I'm like, please put it on two times speed because so slow. And there was one episode, because sometimes I will reshare old stuff. And I remember, I think it was like in the intro, I was like, by the way, this is a really early episode, please speed it up because I'm talking so slow, but it's really good value. So listen to it anyway. But yes, we all are embarrassed by the first things that we did. And you know what, the first time you do a live video, you're probably going to suck and you're going to feel really uncomfortable and you're going to struggle with the tech and you're going to trip over your words. And guess what? Nobody is going to care. Even now, when you guys hear this podcast episode, this is going to be edited. Okay. So all of the pauses and the trips that we do over our words, I'm going to edit them out for you because that's very painful to listen to. It's okay on video though. You can get away with a lot more on video because you have every sense triggering, right? Versus when it's just audio, like everything is really obvious when it's not done well, but nobody's going to care. Even now I go on video, I trip up, nobody cares. And that's the number one thing people say to me. The number one thing that surprises them when they do their first live video or webinar or whatever it might be is they say, I can't believe everybody said that was great. Like, I don't feel that it was wonderful. And what I say to them is like, a mediocre first time live video webinar is better than no webinar. It's better than no webinar. Like you are giving some value. You're giving some connection. You're giving a chance for people to learn more about you and you're sharing something that they find valuable. So maybe you don't particularly find it valuable because you know it so well, like you mentioned, you're in the weeds and you've been doing it for so long. You may be super self-critical about the way you're delivering this value or the way you're communicating with the audience. But the good news is, is it's only going to get better from here. This is the worst it gets, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the other good news is that you are building a relationship with people. People are seeing you at 
your vulnerable self. When you're vulnerable with somebody else and saying, hey, I'm a beginner. I did this in my first webinar. My first webinar, I told the crowd, hey, this is my first webinar. I may mess up. I may trip on my words like you mentioned. I might skip a slide. Please bear with me. If you could do me a favor, if you see me mess up, you see me fundle, be frazzled, in the chat, write, go, Omar, go. Give me a pump. And it just became like a fun game. Every time I make a mistake, I'm like, oh, sorry, guys, I forgot to mention this. Let me go back a slide. The chat would blow up, go, Omar, go. And it would just be great for my own ego to feel like, okay, I have some support (laughs) here. But also, they feel like I'm being vulnerable. They feel like I'm a real person. And they're like, hey, this person's all right. Let me give them a try. And that is huge. That is huge in terms of building trust. Yeah. I mean, everyone is sick and tired of all the perfectly edited aesthetic, like the Instagram, not real life. And so if you have been hesitating or you haven't hopped into this or you're just not doing it as often as like you think about it because you're a little bit afraid, now is actually the perfect time because everyone wants to know that everyone else is struggling (laughs) as much as they are, right? It just makes them feel not alone. You're actually a real human being, not a robot. These are all very good things. All right, Omar. So before we go, a couple of things is one technical sort of question. So when people are selling product on their webinars, Are they just like linking them to the sales page to go to their website and check out? Yeah. So what we do, we have an offer as area where you can create text, image, a button, and then it links to wherever you want. We recommend that you link them with the cart already full and in the checkout process. There's no reason for them to continue to browse because really this is a very focused effort. You're selling a certain number of products or a certain set of products, maybe an offer, a bundle or something. And we just have the cart already full with the products, with them just filling out their checkout information. If they're a previous customer, this is even faster because they're already logged in and basically it's a couple of clicks and they're done. And that's really the beauty of it because what I like to tell people is like, don't overwhelm people with your greed. I know that sounds really <laughs> confronting, but don't be greedy. You are going to get a sale here. Just sell them on what they are interested in. Hey, we have this special offer. If you want to get this special offer, here it is. Click the button. It's in the car. You can always upsell them later. Send them an email with, hey, thanks for that purchase. If you want to add an accessory to that, here you go. Here's a special offer for that. But that's really the practice that we recommend because this is what we see converts the best. I like that. I might have to steal that. That just hit a little bit different, Omar. It hit a little bit different. That's so funny. So yes, when you guys are doing these, make them focus so that the consumer knows what they're there for, what they're going to get out of it. And then it makes the transition from learning, getting value to making a purchase a lot easier versus, okay, now go browse my website aimlessly and figure out what you want to buy. Like, no, don't do that. And just to add to that, we have a rule in our community at Webinar Ninja that we always kind of repeat back to people so they can always remember this. And that rule is a confused mind never buys. And when you send them to your website, what happens is they get excited. Oh, you have these other products, other products. And they're like, oh, let me just compare these things. Let me see what's the better value. And then dinner's on the table and it's too late. Now you lost them and they're confused and they're not really focused. So that's why we recommend the cart option where you just send them to the cart already filled because it's not confusing. What they saw on the webinar is on their screen now. They just need to check out. They hit yes, done. And it's all over. Beautiful. Love that so much. Okay. Is there anything we didn't talk about today that you want to make sure we cover before we go? Sure. A lot of people, they're nervous about getting started. And what we like to tell people is the best way to get started so that you could feel comfortable in front of camera or run your first webinar and just get your head around maybe the technology, even if it's super simple, just so that you feel comfortable. That's why we include a 14-day trial so that you can try and run your first webinar and get some value first before you commit to signing up for a month or a year. And what we recommend to do for your first webinar is to simply create an Ask Me Anything webinar or like an open Q&A or an office hours type of webinar. And for e-commerce stores, this is great because a lot of people that run a webinar like ask me anything about how to take care of this product, how to use it as a gift, ask me anything about how to shop for Father's Day or whatever it might be. And the reason why 
we do this is because one, there's not a lot of preparation on your side. You don't have to create all these slides and all these kind of like big presentation. It's really just Q&A and for them to ask questions. And in our software, when people ask questions in the Q&A section, people can upvote questions so that you can see what are the most popular questions because a lot of people have similar questions and you can see which ones are the hot topics. The reason why this is so valuable is because after the webinar is over, you can download all your questions. You can look in your statistics, all these questions, and these become the next topics for your webinar because you know for sure that the audience has this pain point. I have a big pain point when it comes to shopping for my 12-year-old. They're not a teenager yet. They're not a child. I don't know if I buy a toy or if I give them cash or whatever it is. And maybe that is something that's really hot. And then you can create either an offer around that and run your next webinar on that topic. So it's a really way to ease yourself in, but also to crowdsource your next topic for your next sales webinar. Yeah. And whatever those questions are, those are the things you put in all of your regular emails and on your product page. It's the reasons why people will or will not buy something. It is the outcome that they're looking for from your product. If you don't 100% know what it is, that there is so much value in what people ask you, whether it is through a Q&A section like that, the comments on your social, the reviews on your website, it is marketing research gold there. So please don't ignore those things. I love that you guys make it really, really simple. And we also pull out all the chat and we analyze the chat language because this becomes our marketing language because you want to use the same words and language your customers are using when they're complaining, when they're upset, when they're saying like, I hate buying a sweatshirt and it shrinks the first time I wash it. That's great copy for you to use on your sweatshirt product page and say, do you hate it when this happens? Well, this sweater is guaranteed not to shrink which is huge because now you're speaking their language. Now you're like, yeah, that's me. They identify themselves there. And you wouldn't be able to get that language if you don't run these webinars and get those comments. Yeah, it's such a great dual purpose thing because I talk about how to actually figure that stuff out. And it's digging through the comments and all of that, like I just said. But you can create this event. So you're giving them something of value. You are fast tracking the trust you're making sales, you're getting all of that feedback all in one live video with a piece of software that's doing the majority of the work for you from a technical perspective, kind of seems like a no-brainer to me, just saying. And if you <laughs> if you guys struggle to know what your video should be about, you know where to find me. We can totally brainstorm on this. I already have ideas for the people that I know are listening to this. Okay, so just a few quick things. What I ask everyone who comes on the show, because the online space is not all sunshine and rainbows. So can you give us an example of maybe someone who tried to use this strategy in their business and sort of failed and maybe what they did wrong? Yeah, without naming any names, a lot of people that fail, they fail because they're, again, forgetting the whole point of doing this. The whole point of doing this is building trust with my audience. Yes, you'll make sales in the process, but they get upset or they quit too early because they think that they're supposed to double the revenue in one webinar or one live video or whatever it might be. That's not how business works. Business is all about relationships, and you need to invest in those relationships and see the trend, see what's happening. So for example, you commit to saying, hey, I'm going to run a webinar once a month for the next 12 months. And from there, I'm going to see what's happening. When I've added this to my arsenal, when I added this to my actual sales plan, has sales gone up? Do I make more sales? How many sales am I making each webinar? Is it increasing? Am I getting more attendees? It's just seeing the trend over time and understanding like business is a long-term game. And if you want to get long-term results, you got to commit to it because not only do you have to commit to it so you can see the trend, but also you have to commit to it so that you can give your chance to get good at it. You have to get good at the skill. In the beginning, you're not going to be so great at it. You're going to be uncomfortable like anything, like skiing, for example. You're not going to feel great on the snow. <laughs> but after a few times, you're going to start to say, I think I'm going to hang on this. I think this is going to help me in a lot of ways. The other thing I want to mention is that this is not only going to help you in your business in terms of sales, it's going to help you become a better communicator. It's going to help you become a better presenter. It's going to help you be able to pitch your products and services properly. If you can communicate the value of your products easily on live video, it's very hard to lose because then you can do this 
in live trade shows. You can do this with your copy when you're writing on your website. You could do this through video if you're doing YouTubes or if you're doing podcasts. And this gives you a chance to really refine that skill. There is one tip I want to give your audience that is probably going to be super helpful for e-commerce owners. I highly recommend that they watch all the keynotes that Apple does over the years. So go to YouTube, find the keynote event that they do in the fall, usually it's like September, October, and just watch each one since 2007 when Steve Jobs launched the iPhone. The reason why is this is a physical product, and you want to take a look at how they're selling this product, how they're presenting this product, because really, this is just a glorified webinar. And Apple does this so much better than Samsung or Huawei or Google, because what they do, if you watch Google and all these other Android, what they do is it's like, we got this latest technology. This is all the features. These are all the chips that we have. And look at the HD display. And really, that is not how you should present the product. What Apple does first is they never present any features or anything that maybe will gloss over people's head without presenting a problem. They first say, don't you hate it when this happens, X, Y, Z? Don't you hate it when your phone gets wet in the pool? Oh, it's damaged now. No, we got this feature. We just roll the dye thing and the water spits out. Oh, but if they just went straight to roll the thing and the water spits out, they don't really see the value because they don't see what problem it's solving. So I would study these keynotes because they're incredibly valuable to see, one, how to present a problem and then show how, hey, our product has a solution for that. And this is really how people buy. People buy because they're trying to solve different problems. And a problem could be, I'm bored. I want fun. I want to feel <laughs> special. All that stuff is a problem. Yeah. I hate everything in my closet. I have nothing to wear. This makes me feel fat. All of those things. Yes, 100%. I'm in the market for a new laptop because I realized that this is old. And when I bought it, I still had a desktop. So I didn't need it to be as powerful as I need it to be now. And they've recently released the M2 chip. And in that video, they were showing it in use. I don't remember what the companies were now, but it was like showing a day in the use and all of the different people that used it and all the ways that it was used and how it solved the problem that this particular company had. And of course, when they're selling this M2, they're selling it to people who use it for business purposes. And I was just like mesmerized watching it. And I was like, I need this computer right now. So it works. So I love that you gave that as an example. On a more positive note, like who is having the most success with Webinar Ninja from an e-commerce perspective? Who is the perfect customer for you? Perfect customer for us is somebody who, one, loves the story behind their product. People love the why. I mentioned our user with the honey business and she has this farm. They had to move out to the farm to take care of their family. And she decided to start raising bees so that she could be able to have this honey farm. And she talks about the story about like, hey, this is hard work. And she has all these photos of her and the masks with the bees and all that kind of stuff. But then she also tells a story of like how that hard work pays off. This is a common story that everybody can relate to because we have all gone through struggles. We all go through changes in life. We all have to overcome these struggles and see ourselves on the other side. And we want to root for people that have a common struggle. And that really is just basic storytelling. And if you tell your story, if you tell the why behind your product, people can get behind the why. If there's a lot of honeys out there. If I go to Kohl's, if I go to Pathmark or Whole Foods or whatever, there's a lot of honeys out there. Why am I going to buy from this woman on this webinar? Because I love the story. I love what she's all about. I love the fact that she's passionate about it and she's supporting her family with it. Forget Whole Foods. These guys are the bomb. That's really what sells. And those are the people that really understand how it works. I highly recommend this resource. It's called Storytelling Tactics. We recommend this to all our members. And basically, it's a deck of cards. And it's basically how to tell stories, all kinds of stories to sell your products and services. And this is probably one of the most expensive cards you ever buy. It's a hundred bucks, <laughs> but it's worth its weight in gold because it's so, so good because all these cards connect to each other and it shows you how to present and be able to tell the story behind your product easily. So I highly recommend you pick up Storyteller Tactics. I'm not an affiliate or anything like that. The product is just that good. I am plugging them for free. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. Okay. Last thing before we go, let's pretend the audience tuned out of this entire conversation 
What is the one thing you want them to take away from what we talked about? The one thing is if you want to build a long-term relationship with your customers, if you want to have more than just a startup, you want to stay up, you want a product and business that stays and lasts the test of time, you got to build a relationship and you got to build trust with your audience. And the best way to do that online is through live video, is to be able to interact with people. They get to know you, you get to know them, you get to answer their questions, they get to understand the value behind your product and your story behind your product. This is humongous value of time for you. You're going to spend one hour of time and you're going to be able to spread your message, spread your product, spread your business around to many people at one time. And at the same time, you get to learn about your customers. These are the people that are putting food on your table, right? These are the people that are allowing you to fulfill (laughs) your dream. Get to know them so you can serve them better. And that's why live video is so powerful. Ah, So good. All right, Omar, tell them where they can find you if they want to learn more from you and check out your platform. Sure. You can go to webinarninja.com. Over there, you can sign up for a free 14-day trial. Inside Webinar Ninja, while you're on trial, you can go to Ninja Town, which is our community. It's in the menu. And we have tons of resources in there. We have training on-camera presence from public speaking experts like Michael Poor, Amy Poor. We have how to craft great sales emails. We have training on the gear, the mic, all that kind of stuff. And we also have our community. So you can just dive in for free for 14 days, consume all the stuff you want. If it's not a good fit for you, You don't have to get an act of Congress passed. You can just click a couple buttons and cancel. It's very simple. But my recommendation is to give it a try. It might feel like a little bit of like, oh, this feels risky. I'm not sure. Every decision I've made in my life that I am so glad I made that I don't regret involves some leap of faith, some sense of I don't know what's on the other side. I've never tried that before, and I never regret those decisions. So give it a try. You have nothing to lose. And at the same time, we have your back anytime with our great support. Oh, so good. And last note before we go, and I use this podcast as the example, I didn't know what I was getting into when I started this and the tech and the recording and the editing and all of that stuff and my slow talking. (laughs) And at the end of it, all I thought was, man, I should have started this sooner. And that's that. (laughs) Thank you again, Omar, for being here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I know you could be anywhere on the internet right now, so I appreciate that you are here with us. I hope you have a kick-ass rest of your day, and I'll see you on the flip side, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.